Ah, greetings, B-movie aficionados. Hello, welcome to A Couple of Flicks. I'm Tristan. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that sound was, but I guess that's our, that's, that gong means we got to get started. So, um, <laughs> My mic stand. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I put a little like... Uh, pillowcase over mine so it doesn't yeah. <laughs> when i bang into springs it doesn't do that might have to do that too <laughs> constantly bumping my knees on stuff so. um all right but yeah so uh all right so today we're going to talk about some films that were made in the uh previous decade or not the previous decade but the decade before the previous one the 2010s Seems like the previous decade. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't it? It's like weird. Or no, not the 2010s. The, tw- the, the 2000. No, wait. Yeah, the 2010s. So yeah, it yeah, was 20... the previous decade. Okay, yeah, it was, Christmas. Yeah. yeah Time's weird. weird. <laughs> Time is just stupid. All right. In the last decade, in the 2010s, uh, we're going to talk about some films from that period of time. But before we do that, would I do... Did, have you guys watched anything recently that you want to talk about or mention or discuss? Uh, I think the only thing I've seen recently is uh, <clears throat> sorry, uh, the new Adam Sandler movie Hustle. Hmm. Cool. Did you like it or? It was okay. It's like your standard sports movie, which I don't you don't normally watch, but it was Adam Sandler in a dramatic role. So. Yeah. I like dramatic Sandler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, so you, he was pretty good, um, but in a generic sports movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Would you say overall it was an adequate movie? Yeah. I gave it a three out of five. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I actually, I'm kind of a sucker for sports movies. So I, you know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them are pretty dumb. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, a lot of them, I do kind of like. They are mostly kind of painful to sit through, but I, I always love the endings, you know. So, because the endings are always so glorious, because they either win or lose. But either way, it's just like hilarious to watch. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's always all it's always overdone. Like no matter what. <laughs> Um, I guess I guess for me, I didn't really watch. I mean, me and Zach were talking before we started recording the boys finale. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and yeah, then, you guys can say what you want about that if you want, unless you, you know. Like I liked the season overall. I was a little disappointed with the finale myself. It was a fun one, but you know, it it has that trope kid fucking shit up i hate that shit when kids fuck shit up like get kid like get kids out of movies and stuff yeah um, like have you seen the strain no uh, it's uh, that guillermo del toro like uh like vampire show that was on fx for like three seasons 
Oh, I, I know what it is. I, I saw some parts of it. Like my dad, I, I saw because my dad was watching it. And so I saw like some episodes here and there. Like I got like the overall gist of it. Yeah, I liked it a lot because it was vampire, but <laughs> there was a really bad, annoying kid thing that he ruined like before the last season. He just spoiler alert <laughs> nuked New York City for dumb reasons. <laughs> so I couldn't I didn't even finish the last season because like I was like, oh this kid is irredeemable. <laughs> they made yeah. the car yeah. So I'm hoping they don't do that with the boys. They're making the kid seem real douchey. I'm hoping they don't fuck that up, but yeah. The rest of it's been good, so I, I think they can correct that mistake. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure by the time the, they start filming, he'll be a fucking grown-ass man <laughs> by then <laughs> speaking other one i was yeah the stranger things season four finished up the, the last yeah. episode was two and a half hours so that's basically a movie so yeah indeed indeed i uh yeah i finished stranger things um so yeah i i watched the last the last two episodes as well so um but yeah, I I'd say it was overall like a pretty solid season. Um, I liked it more than season two and three. Mm-hmm. So season one's pretty hard to beat, uh, yeah. only because like yeah, it just was so like it did its thing so well. And yeah, and like two and three, like I think I I kind of go back between back and forth. I think I, overall I like season three more than I like season two. Like I'd say season two it was probably overall the weakest. Although there were some really awesome parts in season two as well. So it's like, meh. yeah, it was I mean, interesting, yeah. but like a little slow. Yeah, I mean overall it's still an enjoyable series, and yeah, this this season was like pretty strong. You know, like I think like. I'm a little frustrated with the whole Hopper thing and how like they spent like literally the whole season breaking him out of a prison only to go only for them to like go back <laughs> to the prison like yeah spoilers sorry I'm silly. <laughs> yeah I that was a little bit of a bummer um you know and then but like overall like I like there wasn't a lot that bothered me about it like I love I mean, this I, season yeah yeah, I, I think it I beats season one for one. me. Yeah, it it was definitely a lot. It, it was a lot more emotional than season one, you know. And season one was pretty emotional, but this was like there were a lot of moments that were like, oh, oh, where you can really kind of feel the characters' journeys, you yeah. know, pretty emotional. Mm-hmm. I liked the long episodes. They just let them go. They didn't, you know, weren't confined to the one hour episodes yeah i guess like the netflix just let the duffer brothers do you know just write a story out for an episode and however long it took they let it go yeah which is good i think we it all love flowed the- well way better than like things that get cut and confined to the you know 42 minute or one hour mark yeah i agree um i i and i also love how like it shows how like a role-playing game can be such a social sort of like these characters can develop a lot of 
like closeness through these role-playing games where they play different characters and go on these different adventures together and stuff like you know because like people always criticize that stuff but this movie really kind of like gets at the soul of that sort of thing you know yeah make stuff like D so fun for people and yeah like, don't don't listen to mazes and monsters i've heard it's bad yeah oh Hate that movie. That's what. That's still. One of the worst oh, did we watch that one? That's we one did. we watched. Okay, yeah. yeah. Tom Hanks <laughs> one. Yeah, you hated it so much that you forgot you even saw it. I forget a lot of the movies <laughs> we've watched. watched honestly, <laughs> <laughs> that that one was like traumatic. Tom Hanks getting like all messed up because huh, of D&D. I don't, yeah, I, don't <laughs> I remember the Jason Statham one. Yeah. <laughs> I chose it for um, for that... Halloween, I think. Yeah. Okay. But it barely had anything to do with Halloween. Like it was like mm-hmm. one Halloween party. I was so bummed. Uh, okay, I kind of remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hate that. Uh, I watched a lot of bleak crap. <laughs> I watched uh, the most recent Gaspard Noé films. Um, I watched the Lux Eter. They both are really hard to watch because they both have like these divided screens where there's like two things going on. So like I, I couldn't even really follow the stories of either one of them. Like I got like sort of the gist of it, but I missed a lot too because I was too busy trying to pay attention to what was going on like while other shit was going on. I don't know. I it's a hard technique to like get used to. I'm not into it. So, but Vortex. they were both good. So. Vortex was like that too. Yeah, they both were like that. Although Vortex was a little bit easier to watch because it was a lot slower paced. Whereas Luxa Eterna was, it starts off slow paced, but then it quickly gets faster and faster and faster. And then like the last like 15 minutes are just like really messed up and insane and just like, ugh, you know? And then, um, and at that part, part, like you can, you can like kind of barely even look at what's going on because there's a lot of flashing and stuff and it's just i don't know not not a good movie to watch if you're epileptic or have (laughs) like if you're prone to seizures and stuff because like there's a lot of flashing that happens at the end you know um but it was like well made you know like i could follow the story for the most part until it kind of went off the rails you know but i got i got the basic gist of it you know um, but it was like 50 minutes long though so like no that's I, that's good <laughs> yeah it was really short but like unless it sucked yeah i don't know <laughs> well the problem with that though is that like because it ended up moving so fast like it sort of felt like i don't know they probably could have maybe maybe like slowed this whole storyline down and made like a feature film like film thing out of it or something like that or like maybe not even like do the divided screen thing but maybe instead just like cut back and forth and just like just slow down the pace of the film a little bit but i don't know he doesn't like to make normal normal like movies so i guess he's not going to do something like that um and then vortex was a lot slower because like it was mostly just like two elderly people um you know walking around confused (laughs) for like two and a half hours i mean it actually has like a good plot it's probably his best film but it's also really sad too because it's about like it's about like the wife is uh like going through dementia and 
her husband is like played by Dario Argento and he's trying to kind of he's trying to take care of her but like the thing is he's not in the greatest like health either like physically so he like and he's too busy trying to like write his book and all this other stuff but like their son has like their like he has his own problems and like he is like <clears throat> he has like parental rights issues and he's like a former drug addict and he's like living in like a rehab facility and it's so like he's not really equipped to take care of his parents so it's not really like it's not really a suitable situation you know um and then there's like there's a twist that I'm not gonna I don't think I'm gonna spoil but it's it's pretty intense and kind of unexpected and it doesn't go in the direction I thought it would and that was really well done but it was it it was hard to get used to the split screen thing that's the thing that's the one issue is it like because when there's two stuff happening at the same time like it's kind of like well all right not like what am I supposed to pay attention to like what's important you know but in a way you also kind of feel like the characters too like because they're all confused and like having trouble keeping track of each other so I guess like it kind of works in a way like as far as like getting you emotionally involved but I mean, it was a well-done movie, but it was like wicked experimental and challenging. So, and then <laughs> I also watched, um, <clears throat> I watched a really, really weird one that I loved, but it was like, it was strange. It, I, you see, I wrote down the title because I can't, it's a hard title to remember, but now I don't remember that it's, it's either called like, I'm going to the World's Fair or let's go to the World's Fair, or it's like, or it's like a title like that um oh, which one you're talking about yeah i do you remember the title offhand because it's hard, it's a confusing title like not off the top of my head let's all uh, go to the world's fair maybe yeah I, it's something like that um but it was we're an all going to the world's fair i think that's it yeah i think that might be the title um was it a 2021 movie uh, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think it played in festivals in 2021, and then it came out this year. So, but it's technically 2021 because it came out in festivals. So. Yeah. Um, but that I one was, it, yeah. yeah, it was very, very creepy. <laughs> like, um, because and what's strange about it is that, like, I'm not even like sure exactly what was real and what wasn't because, like like a lot of it you can tell is supposed to sort of be fit it's supposed to be fake but then there's like but i don't know it's it's a confusing weird little movie like most of it is literally just like a young girl at a computer screen and it you're not even really like looking at what she's looking at on the screen you're mostly just staring at her face and like her reactions and she's getting involved in like this really like odd like uh, internet creepy urban legend role-playing like game thing where she's like like watching some video that's supposed to like that and then like um keeping track of like her like whether she's experiencing any sort of abnormalities or so it's really bizarre and so like you kind of like you, you assume she's faking it at first because a lot of her behavior seems like really bizarre but then like it seems like there's also a lot of like other like real stuff going on and you're not sure like you don't even really know much about her and then like there's this other character that gets involved and 
it's it the film like doesn't really explain anything there's a lot of ambiguity and it just it just presents a very bizarre mystery that's just complicated and strange to think about there's a lot of like really intense implications and I don't know it's a it's an odd movie because there's nothing really like there's nothing really like that messed up about it. And yet at the same time, it like feels really messed up. Like there's, it just gives off like a weird vibe. Um, but I, I like, I, I really loved it though. Cause it was, it was wicked well done and the acting was incredible. And like, I don't even know how old the main actor in it or actress is in it, but like she, she does a great job though. Like apparently it's her first movie. So, and now she's in like another movie or coming up. Like, I don't even know what it's called, but um i was reading about it but um yeah like that it was a it was a well done movie though i liked it it was really interesting hmm. yeah i want to check that one out for sure <clears throat> but anyway so i think i can't think of anything else other than stranger things i don't really want to keep talking about that so. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's let's discuss these films here that we uh, we chose, and let's let's start with yours, Zach. This one's a curiosity. Speaking of odd films, yeah, uh, I chose Birdemic, Shock and Terror. <laughs> uh, I was... forgot about the subtitle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's pretty notorious for being pretty bad. So okay, that definitely. Wanted to check it out. It's also on the worst one hundred, yeah. so it's one I've yeah. wanted to see for a while. Um, oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> the movie? <laughs> yeah, like. It's, <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, I'm I, uh, I just couldn't. I just couldn't help but react for a moment because I just. Yeah. I just wanted to. My, I wanted to quote my uh, letterbox review. I said I knew it was going to be bad, but holy shit! <laughs> oh, yeah. <man. laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one was definitely down there. It's probably the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, nice. That's saying something, then. Yeah, it was. Ooh, I mean, I, I, uh, I it was pretty incredible. Like, because, like. <clears throat> I could tell that it was actually trying to sort of say something sincere. Um, although now I'm confused because like I looked up the director and apparently he actually was only just trying to make a like a, a like a disaster movie, like a fun, entertaining disaster movie. And he says he had no he didn't have political intentions. Yeah. Like like he didn't have a message. But I, that's really confusing though because like this movie kind of has mixed messages in a way like and yeah, I, it seems like it has a message but yeah i read somewhere that like the message changed after he saw an inconvenient truth okay. <laughs> yeah that explains a lot all right <laughs> yeah and the characters <laughs> go and see that too okay. <laughs> that all right so that was one of my questions because <laughs> They, they, all right, so they went to the theater, right? Uh, and, and like they're coming out and they're, they're chit chatting and you don't hear what they're talking about. And then one of them says, Man, that was a good movie, an inconvenient truth. But he didn't say whether that was like they, it wasn't clear to me whether they were talking about the movie they just saw or I think they were. 
Oh, yeah, okay. they were. Right. I thought I, that's what I got. I was like, okay, all right, because yeah. I thought that they were talking about the movie they just saw, and then they were reminded of an inconvenient truth, and then start talking about that. Because nobody just said like I, when I saw um, Godzilla, uh, uh, King of the Monsters in the theaters, I didn't come out of the theater and said man, and say, "Man, that was a good good movie, Godzilla, King of the Monsters." Like, <laughs> right. It's just not something somebody would like say about a film they just saw. So it was like yeah. that threw me off. Like, and like there was a lot of things just that threw me also, off. Also, like why was that movie still in theaters for? Like, did this take place in because this was a 2010 film and like Inconvenient Truth yeah. came out way earlier right 2006 yeah. So, yeah. unless this movie took place yeah. in 2006 like we had to watch it in high school <laughs> that, was, that was a long running <laughs> long run for that yeah and who goes on a double date to see an Inconvenient Truth <laughs> That's like the or worst. just a date at all to see that one yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's not good. I'd rather see Basic Instinct on a date than An Inconvenient Truth. <laughs> I'd rather see this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, that's I, one thing I would agree on. Yeah. So I was excited to see it. And then, unlike Miami Connection, it lived up, I would say. To oh, good. I'm glad. My expectations, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. shitty movie, but definitely... Uh... You could have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good glad. Like, yeah. It was uh, it was definitely a curiosity because like it was like like the sound was so ballistic like, and yeah. I thought like this, no like, one was uh, mic'd. <laughs> it's like things level audio. I was gonna say yeah, I, I was that's exactly what I was gonna say like, and I thought things was terrible like, and Wicked World right. like this is extraordinary like. The characters talk and there's like hissing constant there's like mm-hmm. times where the hissing is louder than the actual voices yeah you need to watch this subtitled i think there was just some yeah. scenes i could not i wouldn't have known what they were saying if it, I, like i watched everything subtitled and like yeah. oh you need this one needs to be subtitled you can't like i would have never heard what she or they or anyone said in this yeah. yeah, it was either the hissing or the annoying fucking bird noises. <laughs> oh, those were awful. Yep, stock stock bird noises. Yeah, just repeated. <laughs> Seagulls <laughs> too, not eagles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it was like an ear sore. It was an ear sore. It was an eye sore. I mean, it wasn't as uh, it wasn't an, it wasn't an eyesore on the level as, uh, of like Urban Menace, only because like you could sort of you could see the facial features a little bit better on yeah, these people. It, was like, like, it, it wasn't much better than that, but it was like pretty close. Go on. Yeah, it was like mini DV filmed on mini DV or something. Probably that's what it seemed like. like I didn't that, think it was a 2010 made movie. <laughs> no. It didn't look like one. Like it looks like the stuff we filmed in videography <laughs> class. Yeah, actually, I'd I'd say it looked even worse. Like I'd say the effects we had, the, the visual effects we used, were better than the visual effects in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one thing I'll say about the sound too that I noticed uh, is that like when they were in, they would just cut the sound completely when they weren't talking. Like they were in like a crowded diner where there was just ambient noise. They would just mm-hmm. cut the sound completely, turn it back on with just a bunch of ambient noise and then talking and then keep cutting it out. It was hilarious. 
or put a line over someone that wasn't talking like especially with the kids oh right yeah those fucking kids he's just sitting in the back of the car he's like my arm hurts and his he wasn't even moving his mouth just sitting there (laughs) that's awful awful (sighs) all of it all of it was awful the the sound quality i mean just i was so confused by the birds well okay you know what let's 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 discuss the plot shall we even the like the camera work was crazy too like in the very one of the first shots you they're like you know panning it and then like you can see the camera they're definitely just on a regular like regular ass tripod and he went over a little bit too much corrected yeah kept following and this happened all throughout (laughs) yeah that was it was like it the camera work was really like it it felt almost like um almost automatic like it it, like almost like it was like on it was like uh what do you call it like um like activated like you go by like a certain spot and the camera turns on or something Mm -hmm. like that they have that now. I don't know if they would have had that technology in 2010, though. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. It's hard to say. But it, it, that's what it kind of felt like. Because it, it, I don't know, it didn't feel like, it just felt like the camera work just, I don't know, it felt very placed. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. The plot summary uh, kind of goes through it fast. Thankfully. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. That's a relief. I mean, there, yes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> most of the movie is just taken up by small talk, so the plot's 10 yeah, minutes long, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there was any talk of like the bird shit until like 45 minutes in, an hour, maybe. Yeah. Well, that was another thing is that it wasn't, it wasn't all the birds that were attacking, it was just some of them. So. Eagles is what they yeah. were saying. <laughs> yeah. Let's read this, I guess. Um, Rod, Rod is a young software salesman living in, living a successful life in Silicon Valley. He meets up with old classmate and aspiring fashion model Natalie, and begins dating her. Oh um, yeah, that was fast. Yeah, and it's like, <clears throat> yeah. I'll just keep reading the sentence first. Uh, things go well for the couple, with Rod receiving a large bonus. That he uses to start his own business while natalie is chosen as a victoria's secret model and like <laughs> both of those situations was like blown out of proportion <laughs> like <laughs> they're astronomically lucky <laughs> yeah he's like i just made a billion dollar sale or whatever that was hilarious uh, like when they're like in the meeting room or whatever and like they all like the guy like tells them oh like we just got an advance or uh uh promotion or whatever or like an advancement or some some i forget what he says exactly and they all start kind of partying it up and like swirling around and dancing and like hollering and stuff like they just won like a football game or something it's so ridiculous yeah and they kept cutting back to like two people at a time clapping yeah like the clapping noise would start over again every shot b-roll footage they just kept all the b-roll footage in i think probably 
and they were all awkwardly shaking hands with everybody afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of like clumsy sort of there were, there were a lot of clumsy choreography moments where <clears throat> the characters sort of behaved really stiff, which actually is kind of appropriate to the um like the computer graphics that appear later in the movie, which look really stiff, you know, but we'll get to that. Um, <clears throat> as they grow closer, the couple remains oblivious to signs of something going wrong around them, such as unexplained wildfires and the carcasses of diseased birds turning up on beaches. I think that was yeah. the first time you see one up close. No, they were walking by. And there's yeah, some weird ass birds floating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which that scene kind of reminded me of the opening scenes of Miracle Mile a little bit where the two main characters are walking around the science museum admiring the, the exhibits and stuff and the narration is going over and they like walk by a waterfall and it's all romantic. It kind of reminded me of that, only it looked like a lot cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there were some like, there were like a little digital flock of like barely rendered um, mm-hmm. graphic design superimposed free like you could this was all probably like free stock images they got off of whatever shitty editing programming (laughs) shitty editing program they're using like i've seen uh, bowling animations that look better than that (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is like super nintendo like it reminded me of like you know enemies from donkey kong country from the super nintendo like yeah Like the visual effects in this movie made the visual effects in the Langoliers look like the visual effects in Jurassic Park. Like it was ridiculous. Did we do Langoliers? No, but I've <laughs> okay. seen I've seen Langoliers. Yeah, but that would be an interesting movie to watch. The only problem with that movie is it's like three hours or so. Like it's like a mini series, but it's got some good acting also got some good overacting this one doesn't have either (laughs) no wait did i mean i you could barely even say this had acting alone Mm -hmm. really because like they're just straight up reading lines from a page yeah Yeah. i think only everything was done in one their first take had to that's what it felt like will you be my girlfriend or whatever like he said like that one line like i really want to take you out on a date I, I don't remember what he said but it was something like along those lines yeah, and then they have the, <laughs> the camera still going after the line's finished and they're just sitting oh, there yeah. they do that yeah, a lot a lot and even before things start up too like you could tell before they hit like the director calls action they were just kind of standing there waiting for it and then yeah. they start moving you can tell that's happening too in a number of scenes <laughs> pretty much yeah, the editing itself was just like super trash. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, a lot of the like that stuff that could have been cut out, and then a bunch of shitty transitions. <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. It was just, I don't know. Uh, some of it seemed accidental. Some of it seemed sort of like, like there were a, a couple moments where, like, you could tell that they hadn't cut early enough for the next shot 
to like there were like little quick brief little moments where you could sort of see like a flash of a like a, another shot or another scene that does that never took place or something mm-hmm. like, it, i noticed yeah i noticed that with when she went to go talk to her mother about yeah. every like she, there was like oh she was about to talk and then it cut but then it just cut to like just her mother talking delivering yeah. the line <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, and then there was like another shot where, like later on in the movie, where the guy, like later on when they run into that that survivalist dude, where like they're coming, they're or shortly before that, or that talking to that one dude, like after the beach scene, and um, it cuts to like a like a low angle shot. It's kind of like, kind of like for like further distance, and that and like and it, it like that's the shot, and then it like quickly like within like a second cuts to like a like much closer shot of him yep. and i'm like I'm i know like, what oh. you, i know that what you're talking about like <laughs> yeah it's like what what do you do like that shot was actually better like why did you use this shot you know like, <laughs> i kind of like the one that you cut out more like what are you doing like, like that's the that was the biggest problem with this movie i had to keep rewinding it because like the technical issues were distracting me from the story mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and what was even funny about that was there was barely even any story. Like I kept on missing why they were leaving because I was so distracted by like the weird like graphics. Yeah, they I can't were, call it CGI. Like they were never in the same uh, one spot for very long either. Once things started happening, yeah, it's just like, okay. <laughs> they just they moved around really quickly, and they kept on doing really stupid things too. Like like why, what was with people ro- like leaving their windows down? that's what i was questioning (laughs) yeah Yeah. well okay anyway but we haven't even gotten to the bird stuff yet anyway go on um they're having a romantic time and kissing in a motel rod and natalie wake up to find that their town is under attack from eagles and vultures yeah that scene was funny too because it like you know pan panned all the way down in one of I couldn't tell whose feet but they were nasty dirty I was like oh that was so fucking gross that was hilarious <laughs> uh, but like when it when it showed like the landscape and then it faded like and then the landscape was under attack like <sighs> it's glorious that was a glorious little moment you know like no buildup whatsoever, just suddenly yeah. bird apocalypse or birdemic. <laughs> yeah. The birds are attacking everybody, which honestly would actually be really terrifying if it did happen. The problem is that it's really hard to make a good movie out of that. Like, you know, Alfred Hitchcock did it, and then nobody else seems to be able to. So. Yeah. Has anyone really tried besides this? Um, there was somebody that made the birds to Land's End. But that was a piece of garbage. Oh, there's like, one that with... was a serious piece of garbage. Go, oh yeah. I know there's another B movie called Ka with like oh. crows. No, nice. could be good. I don't think it is, but <laughs> <laughs> birds Just... get the hell out of me. So. Yeah, oh. just from the cover, it's probably bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well this one was definitely not good at all <laughs> no <laughs> uh, 
the birds the birds spit acid and explode into flames upon striking the ground having become mutated and toxic due to global warming mm. yeah which you know that was like i love i love when a movie can have a really creepy build up like i i like build ups to like ap- like apocalyptic situations like those are like those make apocalypse movies so much scarier when you are like watching and there's a build up to what happens like that can be so so terrifying and this movie like yes like in the movie we'll be talking about next right (laughs) oh goodness (laughs) (laughs) well yeah that's gonna be interesting but um yeah um I, I like when that kind of I, I like that kind of stuff, but this film just it really doesn't try very hard. Like it has there it has like a couple news bits where they're like where it's on TV in the background, like people are talking about like irregular weather weather patterns and there's discussions of it. There's a lot of discussions of it. They go there's to the just, movies, they there's just discussions of global warming though, no birds attacking. <laughs> no, just, just global warming, yeah. There's like a lot of talk about global warming, but then the birds attack coincidentally because of global warming. And I like the sound effects for the birds attacking or dive bombing. It was literal planes, yeah. plane sound effect and explosions. Yeah. Now, look, let's talk about those birds for a minute here. Um, because <laughs> right. they looked very, very, very stiff. Like, And when I mean stiff, I mean like they barely move. Like they were like scarecrow, like birds scarecrows. At first, I was confused as to whether or not like they were like bird statues, but like they seemed too stiff to even be statues, which is saying a lot. Like because like it was almost like they could move, but every part they moved was they couldn't move at all, other than like move it back and forth. So I couldn't figure out how they could be threatening. Like with our imagination, I think is all. <laughs> I guess so. Like it didn't show that their beaks. It didn't show like when they were they were firebombing and all that stuff. It didn't show like any like details about how they can even do that. It, which no. it was just so bizarre and inexplicable and weird looking. And when it was happening, like it was so distracting and strange that I couldn't even like pay attention to what the humans were doing and I had to rewind mm-hmm. and go back and watch again to figure out and what the humans were doing was even weirder because they had like clothes hangers and they were kind of like <laughs> that was hilarious at first they were kind of like swatting but then they were kind of like they weren't really swatting they were kind of just sort of swatting in rhythm like <laughs> almost like a dance you know, and it was just sort of bizarre. Like they were just dancing around with coat hangers, and I, I don't know. It just looked weird. I, I just wasn't into it. <laughs> I laughed I so hard. What yeah, this was going for during that first attack. <laughs> they yeah. just grabbed coat hangers to defend themselves. Yeah, <laughs> like literally. Wow. Yeah. It was interesting, but it was. I, I don't know. It's hard to wrap my my head around. I just. Yeah. <laughs> And they didn't really explain the birds dive bombing and exploding either. They just showed that in the background and then 
Yeah, which I was surprised they didn't do more of. Like, because you'd think if these birds wanted to kill everybody, they would just do it that way. Because that seemed to be effective. But instead, they were just kind of like, blip, 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 occasionally killing people here and there, like ripping their throats. I guess that we yeah. never never see happen. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure out like how that happened or why. Like, I don't know. It was just weird. Just weird. Oh. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Rod and Nat- Natalie escape from the motel by joining up with an ex-marine named Ramsey and his girlfriend Becky. As they leave town, they rescue two young children, Susan and Tony, whose parents have been killed by the birds. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the group proceeds to drive from one town to the next fending off more bird attacks along the way and briefly meeting a scientist named Dr. Jones studying the phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... And, and then he gives the whole global warming spiel. I'm yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> and also, like, he invited them to his, like, cabin at, like or something, didn't he? Um, I think so. No, that was the other guy, the tree hugger oh, okay. guy, the okay. hippie one. Oh yeah. Oh, no, okay. I don't think he did. Yeah, I think he wanted nothing to do with them. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. The doctor, yeah. Because yeah, right. I think I the, confused. I think the group wanted the doctor to come with them, but he's oh, like, was... no. Humans yeah. deserve to die. The birds. <laughs> we deserved this. Mm. <sighs> I mean, if, it, if that did happen, it would be so unexpected. That's the thing. Like, nobody would expect the birds to attack us. Yeah, like the happening. Oh, man. <laughs> Trees attacking us. <laughs> That's, oh, that would be nuts. <laughs> Becky, Becky is killed by the birds. Ramsey tries to save a busload of tourists. Oh, yeah. They're just skipping okay, over this, shit. Yeah, yeah. Just going hard through. All right, yeah. Which is yeah, clearly, this... clearly just a tourist attraction bust. Thing. Oh, and Becky be- being killed by the birds because she was taking a shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. Where's Becky? I love taking a shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah and like right, right when she squatted down and grabbed the toilet paper bird, just dive bombed her face hilarious you know but what a way to go so undignified. oh yes yeah i, I had it. to rewind that scene too because i was confused what what <laughs> happened like because i i couldn't tell how she died like i knew it was something weird like that but i was like wait what the what no what like i it's the the death scenes in this movie were just confusing yeah what's this, what's this director's name james again James Wynn. I think that's how you pronounce that. Okay. Well, huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say that um, he he needs to work on his death scenes. He needs a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, this movie could have killed it in the death scene department. Instead, that actually, in some ways, was might have been the the worst part of the movie. It was just how re- extraordinary and 
just odd the death scenes were in this film because this film is so jovial <laughs> and like and then like it has these just bizarre death scenes with these birds like killing people the acid and all this like I, just, I don't know that was so random too yeah yeah anyway go on uh, as they leave the bus Ramsey and the Taurus are killed by acid that is dropped by the birds Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just spoiled it. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Birdemic shock and shock and terror. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> I always forget that like that subtitle is just so weird. All right. Uh, and Natalie stops Rod from attempting to rescue Ramsey because she fears the birds will kill him too. <clears throat> Rod, Natalie, and the kids continue to flee from the birds. Driving into a forest where they briefly meet a tree hugger named Tom Hill, who talks to them about the dangers of global warming. Mm -hmm. A lot of that going on. Yeah, that was so silly. After escaping a forest fire, the quartet immediately settles on a small beach where Rod fishes for dinner. Uh, The forest fire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. So so good though. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I laughed. I, mean, I laughed at that. Oh god, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This yeah. Ex- explaining it is that it was just pixel. Like I don't know, superimposed tiny little candlelight I don't, like tiny fires just sprinkled through it's uh hard I mean, to yeah. explain they visually looked, <laughs> but it was bad yeah it looked like like if uh something caught on fire in like an old computer game mm-hmm. yeah that's how it might like an old computer game yeah. like i can't call the digital effects or the visual effects in this movie cgi i just i just can't because cgi implies that it's generated imagery and this doesn't look generated it looks pasted like it, clip it, art it, yeah, yeah this is like all like art. stock footage from a free software that they were obviously using yeah <laughs> it's like there's borrow- no uh, watermarks or anything right yeah well there were some watermarks on the tv uh, in certain some of the like in some shots i feel i i think there was some watermarks actually um and I also think there might have been some watermarks in like, or at least one watermark or something that looked like a watermark in one of the land sh- landscape shots. Or I mean, I don't know. I don't like there were. The thing is, there were a lot of artifacts uh, with this movie. Like the visuals were a little bit glitchy here and there. Like you could tell the 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 camera they were using just wasn't super good quality. Um, I just yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I think uh, it, it, the 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 visuals in this movie, it was like, it would look like something from Creative Commons or something. Just I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe like a demo or like free software or something. Yeah. I just I don't know. Definitely. There was very little variety in the birds. 
And it, what pissed me off even more is that like there were birds in some of the shot, like actual birds in some of these shots of the digital bird or the, yeah, the di- mm-hmm. I guess they're digital birds attacking people and floating around and stuff like that. Like there's a scene where one of the characters is like looking around a beach at all these dead birds saying, what happened to all the birds? They're all dead. But lit- in, like literally as they're saying that there's birds walking around in the background yeah, real behind ones. trees. Real <laughs> birds. You can barely see, but you they're clearly birds. Yeah, it, I'm I, sure if yeah. they had the director had his way, he would have taken them out somehow, like superimposed them out or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well <sighs> yeah. at least you can tell they're birds though. You know, so we don't need any yeah. more Wizard of Oz type rumors you know buzzing around about this movie so birds in the the background (laughs) anyway go on uh yeah they 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 fish for dinner but like they act like it's the only food source left even though they were just at a pretty stocked gas station a couple scenes ago (laughs) yeah (sighs) Their behavior during a birdemic is not good survival behavior. Yeah, and that guy's loaded too. Like, yeah, <laughs> pretty much you can buy them dinner with, like, at least if it was just all that snack foods and shit, they should have stocked up. Yeah, and he's like, the, when they charge him a hundred dollars for a gallon of gas, yeah, he's like complaining <laughs> about it. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, oh. you just made billions tech from what we just heard. You're a billionaire, millionaire at least. And, and then, at the end of the world, it's it's okay to spend a hundred bucks a gallon if it really is an end of the world thing. Pretty much. And oh, and then another thing that made me mad was that like they got all that water. How'd they run out of water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like all they all they got was like the kids just grabbed a gallon each. I think that's all they got. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even. Wow. I guess they were just peeing their way across the country. Across California, really. I think they just went up, like kept driving north up to the Redwoods. That's where they, did they end there? Or I know they were there Maybe. at least. With the tree hugger. <laughs> visits, visit filming sites from Birdemic. It's three hours away from me. Yeah. <laughs> You're nice. not driving three hours away from Birdemic. I'm not, I'll say I have nothing else to do. Yeah, you got to be pretty damn bored, I think. <laughs> yeah, I did look it up. I'm like, hmm, is this close? Not close enough. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you can take pictures. Hey, look, I'm at the film excited Birdemic. Yeah, go to the Half Moon Bay bus. Yeah. Is that there a real go. spot? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I went to the filming nice. location of Field of Dreams in Iowa. That was fun. Nice. <clears throat> All right. uh, as they prepare to eat, they are attacked by the birds, but then doves appear and all the birds leave in peace. The film ends as Rod, Natalie, and the kids watch the birds fly off into the horizon. Except they don't really fly off. They just kind of get frozen against the, the 
the mm-hmm. um, landscape or the know, sunscape. Yeah. That's when the oh, credits wow. were rolling. <laughs> yeah. It kind of looked really awful. Like, he yeah, could the have birds least... were flying but weren't, you know, getting smaller at all. <laughs> no, they were just frozen on the screen with their wings flap, flapping kind of every once in a while. It, the bird, what were the wings doing? They were like swatting. I don't know. It was confusing. This was a confusing movie. I don't know. Share your thoughts. It was horrible. (laughs) 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 But I would have a good time watching it with a group of people. Yeah. It was bad, but in the good way. Like I I feel it's one of those ones that you want to watch for your, your shits and giggles. Yeah. yeah i did not like it at all and i would definitely <laughs> prefer to watch this with other people <laughs> it's definitely like a shared misery <laughs> must i would say yeah. definitely one that people have to watch with friends for sure i'd never want to watch this by myself again oh <laughs> uh, no <laughs> that's awesome it's oh. definitely one you'd want to like get stoned for or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. It was a it was a confusing mess of a movie. One, the biggest one I could give a movie. Oh, I gave it a half. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I think that might be more fair in a way. I gave it. I give it like a two. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Because I do think it's a fun movie to watch for if you want to watch a bad movie. Yeah. There's worse choices. Oh, definitely. Definitely. We've seen worse choices. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Most we cover are, yeah. Yeah. This is definitely, like, definitely one of the worst movies, though, that, like, or at least one of, like, one of the worst movies I could think of that, like, that is, like, memorably bad, I guess I Mm -hmm. would say. Just because, like... Everything about it from production to act, there's all the way through. The editing, the sound design, the, the camera work, the visuals, the costume design, continuity. Um, all of it. All of it. All of it. Just a fucking train wreck of epic proportions. There isn't a shot that isn't clumsy. There isn't a moment that isn't clumsy. It's just <laughs> That's cl- what makes it great. <laughs> yeah. So it's just an interesting, clumsy mess of a movie that is interesting to watch. And there is a sequel. Oh. And a third movie that's being released this year. <laughs> Damn. I do not want to watch those. Oh man. But I uh if yeah. if I ended up being happy, if I ended up being forced to, I'm okay with that. But I <laughs> don't want to. The second one's called Birdemic 2 The Resurrection. Oh, great. And the third one is Birdemic 3 Sea Eagle. (laughs) I mean, usually if a movie has the the word resurrection in the title, that's often a bad sign. Although, I don't know, some some would argue that Matrix Resurrection wasn't bad, but yeah. Um, I mean... I don't know. I, uh, I'd have to drag my feet on the rug for that one, I think. 
Yeah. Anyway, I guess uh, yeah, maybe we should just move on now because this is, this is this discussion of Birdemic is just becoming <laughs> increasingly awkward. You know, so, <laughs> the, the movie was very awkward, and I don't know. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so I guess uh, we'll talk about my movie now. Yeah. All right, so uh, my movie was, yeah, okay, my movie, uh, Legion. It was made in 2010, and I forget who the director was, but it stars... Scott Stewart. Oh, okay, yeah, Scott Stewart is the director, and he directed something else I've seen that I don't remember. He did like Priest. Him. That was it. Which I, I just like watched it. today. Oh, did you like it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah it came in a two so i i had legion and it came in a two pack of legion and priest oh lucky you <laughs> nice so it's like might as well yeah i don't think i mean what else in that one yeah when else are you gonna watch <laughs> I, well you know i spoilers for rating i actually like legion i will admit so so i would say yeah. that like yeah personally yeah but i i we can we can talk about that later um <laughs> it's all right it's okay all right we'll, we'll let's let's dive into this one all right so it stars paul paul bettany who you know i, th I think we all know and love right yeah, everyone knows him from fish being vision in the marvel movies yeah oh i did not know that yeah it also oh yeah uh, yeah um and then it also has lucas black in it so and you know i never am going to complain about a movie that has because i mean he's in my favorite fast and the furious movie so he's in tokyo drift so well tyrese fast and furious he's in this oh yeah yeah so we got a fast and furious tokyo drift well, not Tokyo. Well, okay. We have a Fast and the Furious connection. Um, and what else do we have in this movie? This movie, all right. So this movie, Legion, <clears throat> I don't think I need a plot summary for this one, but uh, I, I, think I, I think I'm going to try to talk about it from, from start to finish. All right. <laughs> Here we go. So the movie starts off with a girl like narrating about how like her, her mom, like, they, like she grew up kind of believing in god and then there was th the situation where her father died and so her mom <clears throat> kind of got involved in this whole doomsday prophecy thing where she's talking about how like one day the end the, the end is going to come and it's going to be because of it, uh, it's going to be our own fault or something i forget exactly what she said it, it's repeated in the movie i watched the movie today, yeah so. i thought the mom was just meaning that everything's shit not necessarily an actual prediction or anything <laughs> yeah exactly which you know honestly it could be it you know it could just be a delusional sort of thing when you're watching it at the beginning it's kind of like oh all right so your first thought is all right her mom is crazy so it's like great anyway so um so all right so this movie's kind of like it's kind of like a, a sort of cross uh, between like the prophecy and terminator and maybe a little bit of like demon oh, yeah. night big terminator like, vibes for sure yeah 
definitely Terminator vibes. Uh, there's a little bit of Demon Knight, like Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. If anybody's ever seen that movie, um, you know, like those kinds of movies where like people are stuck in one location, you know, like Evil Dead, The Mist, stuff like that. Um, I got big mist vibes from it. I because that's what I was thinking of. Like I like these apocalyptic movies that are not like necessarily post-apocalypse but the apocalypse is happening now yeah. like that i do too that's what i that's what i liked about this one yeah yeah i do too I, and i also like movies where there's like a little bit of mystery about what's happening you know where you don't know why the apocalypse is happening at first where you know people are kind of doing their own thing and living their life and then suddenly some stuff's going wrong and nobody knows where it's coming from or why and everything's going like the tvs are going out the signals are going out i love movies like that so this movie definitely you know i and i have to admit this movie didn't go in the direction i thought it was gonna go in like this movie was oh, kind me of, neither yeah yeah because uh okay so paul bettany he plays the angel known as michael um and i guess this i guess one would sort of sort of describe this movie as like a supernatural religious thriller not an orthodox one but you know regardless a pro the prophecy type of with christopher walken type of movie or or constantine you know about angels and demons constantine shit yeah yeah um <clears throat> so he comes down angel michael and he you know he's on a mission you know he's going somewhere and um something happens at the beginning he gets like attacked by a dog or something I, I forget what happens um he's i think he had like a stash of well what happened in the very first scene was he had like a stash of guns and then police showed up and like one of the police gets possessed by i guess god <laughs> now yeah <laughs> spoiler that like uh and then so he just murders the police and everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was like the first scene i don't know if the credit or if the title rolled after that or not but yeah yeah it was kind of messed up <laughs> but uh <clears throat> let's see um so yeah so paul bettany shows up and then um oh okay so then we we get introduced to my to lucas black and he's immediately my favorite character because we get introduced to him in a trailer he wakes up, he kind of stumbles out, he's all pissed off looking, and he's got his very unique sounding, you know, southern accent, you know, and... Is um, that his real accent? Yeah, that's the accent he has in every... Uh, he's had that accent as... I thought it was fake. <laughs> No, believe it or not, that's his real accent. And he uh, sounds like that in every movie he's in. Ever As far back as Sling Blade. He was the little kid in Sling Blade that, like, that Billy Bob Thornton, like, becomes friends with or whatever like do you ever see sling blade long time ago okay yeah he was the kid in that movie and he was also in friday night lights um and i feel like he was in something else that we've we've seen that we've watched on this show but i don't i'm not remembering off the top of my head um but anyway uh <clears throat> so yeah um so he he so basically his issue is that he's in love with this girl um what's her charlie i think her name is oh yeah and his name is jeep jeep oh. i was confused at that for a minute <laughs> yeah. yeah i forgot yeah his character's name is jeep which is just <laughs> oh that's incredible like we know everything we need to know about him just from seeing him crawl out of a trailer 
walking around pissed off, being obsessed with this girl and being named Jeep. We already know everything about this character that we need to, that we need to know. And, um, and, and so then like, um, so then what happened? Okay. So they're at a diner. He works at a diner and I guess he's like, uh, or is it a diner or is it like a car repair? I guess it's both. Both. It's like a pit stop in the middle of nowhere. It's a, has a diner, has a repair shop, gas station. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, there's like this whole thing where like, um, there's like a pissed off, uh, couple with a teenage daughter there. There's, um, there's like the, the dad who, like his son is the Lucas Black character. We have the guy who's like the cook or whatever, uh, or who's like involved in that side of things. We have, I mean, there's a bunch of characters in this movie. Um, and, you know, Charlie, who is pregnant, she's like eight months pregnant. And um, so they're all at this diner and the husband and this husband and wife. Oh, and there's also, oh, I, I totally forgot about this other character. He's actually a really tragic character. Um, he, he's like this fella who shows up kind of out of nowhere and he's lost. He's like trying to, because he's driving to a location because he's trying to, um, he's uh, he's trying to get in touch with his, with his son because he's trying to get uh, like parental rights for his son back or whatever. But he's having like trouble finding like wherever he's supposed to go, like the hotel or something that he's supposed to go to. Um, so he stops at this diner just kind of by chance. Um, so yeah, so these people are just kind of in this one. And that's place. Tyrese, you mean? That was the Tyrese. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, the husband's getting all pissed off because like he's got stuff to do. Oh, and I also forgot to mention that they're they're distanced. For, like they they have like kind of a strange relationship with their teenage daughter because their daughter is you know at that age where she's you know all like confused about stuff and troublemaker. Yeah, so what a troublemaker yeah exactly you know um which actually ends up being useful for her character you know it's like these characters have a purpose it's incredible <laughs> i just can't believe it wow anyway <laughs> by the way had, had either of you heard of this movie um yeah before I... oh okay yeah i've heard of it yeah I had like a faint recollection of it coming out in the theater and I knew nothing about it. And then my dad told me, Oh God, it's this movie about God getting tired of mankind and sending angels to, cause he's telling me this on the phone, sending angels down to kill us all. I'm like, no way. That's how that movie sounds awesome. And so then I watch it and I'm like, no, that's not what it's about. It's trying to kill a pregnant woman. It's a Christmas movie too. Indeed, because he lands down at, on December 23rd at 1 in the morning. Ugh. Or no, one thirty. It's like one one twenty-five, one twenty-six, something like that a.m. Yeah. And I'm assuming the, the baby was born on Christmas because of Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. <clears throat> but it's I, that's possible. what I think. They're trying to allegory allegorize he's, like, <laughs> yeah, he's like the next jesus and that's why he that's why she cries because she's like mm-hmm. oh even um, even though jesus i'm pretty sure was born way before the 25th but you know yeah i think so yeah but you know i think christmas was originally like a pagan holiday which some some countries actually still 
view it that way you know yeah that's why that's why it ends up getting really complicated with certain like christmas <laughs> fables and stuff because like you watch some christmas movies from other countries and they're all about like demons and monsters and like, like krampus stuff. and shit <laughs> yeah sa- human sacrifice like, i just love it um all right so what where was i uh oh yeah okay so back to the diner um so oh you didn't you forgot dennis quaid too though oh <laughs> how could you forget dennis quaid you haven't even mentioned him yet i was waiting for that yeah um yeah so that yeah he's yeah so he's in this too and by the way like um i didn't even know he was in this like i just saw like some like when i was looking it up just to like you know grab like watch it i saw he was in it low build it looked like at least on like the imdb Mm. and stuff so i thought he would might just be like a cameo appearance yeah but no, he was a full-fledged character for most of the movie. One of the main, if not the main character, more or less, besides like, yeah, <laughs> the girl and the and Michael. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I, you know, I, I wasn't upset necessarily. So, I mean, I'm never going to complain about yeah. him. So. But um, yeah, he did good work in this movie for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, it. It was also. I also kind of thought the whole like idea of like, you know, like the whole like Michael, and then he has to do, you know, have this issue with Gabriel, and then it's like this whole like issue where they're trying to decide what the right thing to do is, and one of them is certain, and one of the others is certain in their ways and stuff. It's like I don't know. That those kinds of stories are always interesting. So it's also. I think that's why a part of me loves Night Train. Uh, to terror so much because that movie's kind of, <laughs> kind of like that too <laughs> except it's lamb so because they're on a train <laughs> the whole time <clears throat> um let's see uh i'm trying to figure out what else happens um so there's okay so yeah uh there's like that whole thing that happens where okay so yeah uh jeep is having this issue where he's like moping about this girl charlie and then um there's the whole okay so then the, this old lady shows up um well before that i thought just one scene is i thought he was being a real douche he was cleaning up that baby crib instead of working on the doing his job working on a car of the customers yeah. out there like you're being yeah. a douche <laughs> no i agree like because he should have known that they didn't have the parts for the vehicle like earlier than they than he did like yeah because they're holding they were holding him back for like a few hours because he was cleaning up a baby crib and shit like pointless it's clear to me that um jeep didn't have his priorities right he had he wasn't as devoted to his job as he wanted to because he was too like he was too hung up on charlie um you know, so like, and at one point he even has that issue with his dad. Okay, so his dad, yeah, all right. His dad, the, the, yeah, the Quaid. <laughs> so I actually, his character is also really tragic. You come to find out because I liked it a lot. It t- yeah. yeah, and I, I liked when you find that out because, all right, so, all right. So the guy is complaining to Dennis Quaid, the dad character, about, the fact that his car isn't done and that he has to get going because they have a deadline he goes to talk to his son 
he and then he, he and his son get into this argument where his son says i know that like you're saying that i'm too distracted by charlie but it's i i feel like i have to like i feel like it's my purpose or something like that. he says something along those lines you know and then his dad says oh well i felt the same way about setting up here and look where it got me you know it's like so it's like you know mm-hmm. that was, i loved that little thing because he was like yeah i bought this thing because they were going to build a super mall or something down there but no they just everyone hunkered down built the town around that and no one comes through here now and yeah. your mom divorced me because of it yeah that was really sad and it turns out like jeep had to actually take care of his dad essentially and you know it, it was like a sad sort of like father-son situation because his dad was too busy trying to figure out this whole diner situation and yeah i mean it's it's a sad story um so this old lady shows up oh wait okay so yeah and then so then um jeep the lucas black character tells his dad like okay so yeah we don't have the part like we we have to order it but oh i forgot to mention there's issues with the tv the signal's gone the right and also the guy who showed up who to who's like dealing with like trying to get his kid back is talking on the phone trying to like get in contact with uh his kid's family or whatever and <clears throat> the phone starts getting all cut up and cutting out and so like the signal starts going bad and you know things start going wrong and it's like oh no crap and um then this old lady shows up and at first she's kind of interesting because like she like they ask her because she's all friendly and they ask her like oh what's going on like anything going on outside she's like oh don't worry it'll all be over soon and it's kind of a vague thing but it's like eh whatever like just a weird old lady like maybe she's talking about the storm being over i got and then, major creepy vibes when she said that yeah no, i'll be over soon yeah but then she starts picking a fight and she uh she starts telling the pregnant lady that her baby's gonna burn which is kind mm-hmm. of a mean thing to say to a pregnant lady she even cusses at her and then she starts cussing at another lady and calls her uh, my least favorite word in the world in the world and then um then uh um and then something ends up ha- oh yeah then the guy shows then the then the husband gets pissed off at her starts like getting all up at the granny's face like yo you want to start f- something old lady you want a piece of me and she's like i don't just want a piece i want the whole thing and then she bites his neck it's messed yeah. up like she's oh got- yeah and she like before that she like ordered a raw steak basically oh yeah that too which is crazy old lady eating raw steak at a diner you can tell she's nuts so she you know so her dentures fall out turns out she's got sharp teeth and she bites the guy and starts going nuts exorcist linda blair style walking on the ceiling doing crazy Hell stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she whole, eventually gets oh yeah this whole scene felt very sam raimi to me i laughed mm. i laughed yeah. <laughs> really funny like i didn't expect it to be that type of movie yeah i didn't um, either yeah it, it wasn't as goofy as like demon knight but it was like there were some goofy moments here and there you know demon knight was tales from the crypt though so that's got to be goofy so anyway so old lady goes ballistic starts biting people uh i think at one point she even gets busted in the face or busted in the neck like they literally like 
smash her neck and she doesn't die. So then Lucas Black, or yeah, uh, the cook throws like a frying pan at her head. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Which should have killed her. Um, so then Jeep has to blast her, but he doesn't. He doesn't do it. He's like, no, I can't do it. I can't kill her. I can't do it. And so then the the guy who showed up to figure out how to get where he he was supposed to go to see the family, he ends up shooting her instead. Um, you know, turns out he's got a he's got a he's got a gun on him, and so that kind of that pretty much takes care of that situation. You know, at that moment. So then they got to deal with the guy who's gotten bit. And that's like, okay, what are we going to do? They put him in the car, a bunch of group, like, it's like a group of people going together, you know, uh-oh, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre situation where they're splitting up, like, that can't be good, but um, they're driving away, and suddenly they get attacked by insects, so they have to turn around and go back. Yeah, we see, so like, the that. clouds, like, there's a lot of clouds outside we see throughout this whole going on, and the clouds yeah. were insects. <laughs> we, yeah, who knew, you know? Pestilence. And, uh, what was that? The pestilence. Yes. Yeah, I think even one of the characters even says that. In fact, when they get back to the diner, the one guy's like, I gotta go get my Bible! And um, then the yeah. other guy said something too. I don't remember what, but it was something similar. Like, you guys better start praying or or you all better start praying fast. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that this movie is all like old school American. Like, these people are just really traditional and they're just all kind of like you know we got to be real this is this is some serious like god's out to get us type of stuff or we gotta ask god we gotta pray here you know um let's see so so they're holed up at this place then michael shows up they get all spooked out because it's like oh no oh, is he a demon like what's going on here and he shows up he's all you know he's of course like Paul Bettany so he's all handsome looking and you know he they it, like he sh he pretty much is is there to say like they're after they're after her because her baby is going to be the savior of all humanity and so it's like what and she just starts weeping because it's like oh no like that's a lot of pressure yeah and like, she initially planned to put it up for adoption was yeah. her initial idea for it yeah, now she can't. Now she's got to protect it because now the fate of the fate of the world rests on the baby's existence. Because the baby is supposed to become the savior of all humanity, according to Michael. And uh, so, of course, she. So that means now she, you know, she, either the baby, either they protect the baby, or mankind is doomed. I think. I think he even says that at one point. And so then, uh, all right, so. So that's all squared away. So they're like, all right, great. And then, so yeah, demons start laying siege. There's one funny bit where this guy in an ice cream truck shows up and turns <laughs> into like a Silent Hill monster. I loved that, yeah. yeah I've, seen so that funny. I've seen that clip so many times, I never knew what it was from. Mm, <laughs> I looked familiar to me too, yeah. And it was Doug Jones too, so. Yeah, I've never seen that before, but that was hilarious. Oh man, this movie was hysterical. I laughed a lot. Like, um, just yeah, just there were just a lot of things about it that were just really over the top and melodramatic. That just I really enjoyed like the acting. It was just a fun, goofy little dumb movie. But oh, all right, so yeah, they they get attacked by ice cream demon man, and then like a bunch of other demon possessed people start attacking. They have to start kind of blasting them out. 
uh, Michael and uh, Paul Bettany ends up doing most of the work. Um, um, although I feel like, I don't know, like they all kind of did what they could. They all did pretty good job barring up the place and stuff like that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but then Michael's like, all right, no, but for real though, this is like the true test because you know that was that that, that was them trying to uh, trying to take down our defenses, but now they're gonna they're gonna go after our weaknesses. We gotta we gotta be ready for to you know we gotta be ready for that you know that kind of thing. And uh, oh, I totally forgot. Okay, in the middle of the siege, the father ends up getting pulled out of the window. So the mom has a breakdown, starts, you know, blaming her kid for all of life's miseries. Uh, the family guy got, shows up, the, who showed up at the diner, who blasted the old lady. He tries to sort of mediate the situation a little bit, but he doesn't do a good job because he's like, oh, you're going to just blame your daughter for all your problems, you know, that kind of thing, which I always love, like, those kinds of silly, like, speeches where the girl the lady's like oh i didn't do everything right and then like the other guy like says something that's kind of like alternate to that or whatever and um so that was kind of a fun moment because it reminded me a lot of a lot of soap operas and then there's also sort of a, a moment where uh the jeep character is hanging out and he's talking to michael and he's like so <clears throat> It, it, it was kind of a it was kind of I thought it was kind of an erotic moment actually because like <laughs> so like yeah I just I don't know this movie was all over the place like so he's in he's hanging out and he's talking to him and he and I forget exactly he's like uh oh yeah when when uh so I I believe in mankind and when God chose you chose mankind to love i bowed down before you and then he starts whispering to to him he's like but then god he uh what he said something he uh said that he he got disillusioned with mankind lost faith in humanity yeah Yeah, that was it he's like but god lost faith in you and that's why these demons are trying to kill the savior of humanity and he's whispering to him like in his ear and he and then he's saying i know that you're in all this pain and you love someone who can never love you back and all this stuff and he's like being all like seductive and it was like a really emotional moment and luke luke is black with his southern accent is standing there kind of uncomfortable but also kind of moved and watery-eyed and i was just i don't know i just thought that was a really beautiful scene you know but at the same time, it was really stupid because it's like, all right, so if God lost faith in humanity, then why did he create a savior of humanity? That didn't make any sense to me. So I kind of saw the ending coming, the twist ending, which I, I will talk to at that point. But it just didn't make sense to me when he said God lost faith in, in, in humanity. Because it's like, if God lost faith in humanity, he wouldn't have created a savior. It just doesn't make sense. Like, he's either... Decide, he's either deciding to test you or he's deciding to test all of humanity. It's either one or the other. And, you know, we find out what it is in time. Yeah, I'm not sure how much, like, what I wonder is then how much control God has over us because in this movie, at least, because I think they were just saying, like, we we started just doing whatever the fuck we want. So I don't, and then that maybe that that baby was just going i don't know if like god had it planned that that baby would be a survive the savior or just it would be 
and I think was out of I think God's what it control. is. I think what it is. I I think my opinion. I think is that he it was a test for Michael. I think God had it all prearranged what would happen essentially, but that it was Michael who had to actually sort of. I think Michael's the main character. It's his journey mm-hmm. to yeah essentially retain his faith and not and not give up and it's and like it's kind of a confusing message in a, in a way because i i consider it a good message like because you could you could just as easily say that it's a message about not giving up period because lucas black's character never gives up on his dreams the father even though his father is a total mess up who's constantly making mistakes um, he's never giving up on his dreams either. And eventually the mom can't give up on her baby once she realizes that her baby has to sort of become the savior of humanity. So it all ends up being up to Michael to sort of make the final decision and make the ultimate sacrifice, which he does that right at the beginning when he loses his wings. Um, and then eventually he ends up sort of fulfilling that sort of test. It's a test for him. I, it, that, that was my interpretation. Um, and I think it was also a test for Gabriel as well, the the other angel who ends up mm-hmm. essentially failing the test, you know. Yep. But it's kind of ambiguous what happens to him. So spoiler alert. Anyway, okay, so uh let's see. So then the demons start playing mind tricks. Uh, one of the demons play pretends to be the, the girl's father. It was act that was actually a really scary scene. So the teenage daughter is looking out the window, sees her dad tied to a tree. He's got all these messed up pimples and sores and shit all over him. And he's screaming and there's fire everywhere. And he's like, he's in pain, misery. So naturally she starts busting down the barricades. And the mom, out. this is the mom, not the daughter. The mom did this. Oh, was it the, oh, okay. For some reason I thought, oh yeah, no, you're right. It was the mom. Yeah, because the mom's the one who goes ballistic. Okay. Um, and so she runs out the door to go and save him. And then the cook ends up running after her to go and save her. And then he explodes into this acidic substance that he ends up blocking her off and saving her. But then he ends up dying because then he collapses and, and his back is all melted and messed up. And you see his spine and guts and stuff. It's just so ugh. And so then, so he's dead. And so then they put the barricade back up. They're like, okay, she's got issues. Excuse me, sorry, I'm disgusting. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, oh, okay, so then the family guy and the daughter are on the rooftop at some point in the midst Tyrese, of the Tyrese. Yeah, that, okay, yeah, let's just call him Tyrese because I don't know how the drifter, we could call him the drifter, we could call, I'll just refer to him as Tyrese. So he, so Tyrese and the teenage daughter are on the rooftop doing their thing uh oh oh and then they see like a van like a minivan so you know what that means um of and the dad of this family comes out he and the tyrese sees the, the kid in the back seat and so it's like uh, oh no oh no it's a test dude don't no don't do it i, was, um, I knew this was gonna be what it was when it started yeah. i was like he's dead yeah i was so bummed out but uh, you know so he's looking he sees this situation this kid in the back seat wife in the front dad's trying to get gas he can't figure out what the heck is going on nobody's around because of course they're all barricaded they're trying to figure it out demons start swarming them because of the lights on the car 
the guy, the Tyrese is like, no, stop. Ah! And they, the car starts getting attacked by demons. So he's like, oh, gotta go. Get, I think the dad even gets killed. The dad, so he runs down to go save them. I think he saves the kid. But then it turns out the kid is a demon who ends up, you know, doing what demons do. She and, fooled you. <laughs> yeah, which was, you know, that was a pretty dirty. That was a that was a pretty dirty trick too. And it's like, ah. Um, and uh, the daughter, she manages to get her way back in, um, kind of in the midst of that. Um, yeah, she also jumps but, down to try and save Tyrese. Yeah. Yeah, and she almost succeeds, but. Not quite, you know, but it was pretty valiant of her, you know, and um, then, uh, oh, I remember what happened. That's not what happens. The, okay, so the teenage daughter, she's trying to figure out what to do because she's in the, the car or whatever trying to get back because she's getting swarmed by the demons. The pregnant lady's like, no, we got to go out there. She's just a kid. She's just a child. And so oh, Michael right. is yeah. like, yeah. And so Michael is like, all right, listen lady talk to the hand because the face don't want to hear it anymore you sit down you know do what you gotta do talk to the booty the hands off duty let me go take care (laughs) of the demons you sit down relax get comfy you're pregnant remember and you're not supposed to take risks he's really condescending you know he's typical kind of like oh i'm gonna go and take care of the demons for you and then he does that. So I guess it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. It's the Terminator situation. You know, I'm applying stupid, you know, standards to an angel. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so then what happened? Oh, yeah. And so then, uh, so there's not, so, yeah. So the characters are getting picked off. The dad's all guilty because I think at, at some point he messed up trying to uh, prevent the mom from, getting out oh okay so this is all right so then this is what this is when this is when things get real because then the pregnant lady starts going into labor just out of nowhere she's like oh no it's coming I, her water like i guess it broke um somewhere in there she gives birth and then after she gives birth the, oh this is fucked up okay so this is when <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> all right, this this did shock me. I will admit. Um, all right, so, um, so the the crazy mom decides. Wait a minute, God didn't want this baby to be born, which again doesn't make sense because why would He choose that baby to be the savior of you? But okay, whatever. The, obviously, this lady is not really picking. I mean, who is? Um, and so she's like, oh, we got we got to kill this baby. So she tries to take the baby, and Michael is like, you better not, or I'll kill you. Like, and he's being serious, but she doesn't listen. So he kills her. <laughs> he blasts her. <laughs> and the baby just ragdolls, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Jeep like catches it. <laughs> it's like, oh jeez. Yeah. I was just like, oh. But then I was happy because Lucas Black saved the day. And I was like, okay, all is right with humanity because Lucas Black is one of my favorite people. So um, so then, um, let's see. So then, oh, oh okay. So then the, the daughter, she's kind of, she kind of shrugs it off because at that point, the, the mom is kind of being a bitch to her. And is like, all right, well, 
you're, I'm kind of mad at you, so I think I can get over your death for the for the time being. Um, <clears throat> so, so Michael ends up t- ends up having to square off, you know, with all these demons, while Jeep has to go protect because Char- Jeep is supposed to be the protector of the savior of humanity. So Jeep has to go protect the baby and the mom and the teenage daughter you know she's also kind of there as well she she actually ends up kind of being sort of the person who because once they actually rescue her she actually ends up being pretty useful throughout the rest of it because it's like all right so now now that you're back now you can actually contribute to them you know getting away from for like from like the actual baby being protected while lucas black ends up inevitably you know almost getting killed by the gabriel which i have to admit that scene was a little bit funny because um he like just as he's about to kill him he's like like jeep is like go fuck yourself or something he says he says it in a really funny way but um but michael ends up getting killed essentially at at some point um there's dennis quaid in there yeah Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, dad gets killed as well. I forget how though. It was like just a slice because his the because what was happening was the those other demons couldn't touch the baby now that it was was born. Yeah. Gabriel was the only one that could kill it now. So he came in and started fighting Michael. And Dennis Quaid got in the way. His, wing, his wings were made out of metal and he just got like sliced up and fucked up. Yeah. Okay. That I remember now. Yeah. Yeah. So the dad gets sliced up, which that was that ended up being for nothing actually, because Michael ends up getting resurrected. But oh, spoiler. he helped. He helped a little bit because yeah, as they were driving and getting away, the the group he you know turned all the gases on in That's the true. in the restaurant. Dennis Quaid did. And he that's right with the, with the lighter and exploded exploded him but i forgot about that no, ultimately yeah, right. didn't do much yeah he killed a bunch <laughs> of demons or angel demons like whatever you call them you know so i guess that 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 was definitely so he fulfilled a purpose too so that's mm-hmm. good um all right so so all right so yeah so the dennis quaid character actually ended up being really useful um it was all meant to happen at his diner and he was supposed to get killed at it (laughs) um so yeah lucas black almost gets killed by gabriel but then michael descends down from the heavens and saves his life and then michael says to gabriel you only did what god told you to do i did what god needed me to do Mm -hmm. or something like that yeah. yeah and so then Gabriel kind of just mopes away and then Lucas Black the the Charlie the teenage daughter I don't even remember what the teenage daughter's name is Rebecca she's dead she died oh she did yeah because when there was a car chase because after the explosion oh Gabriel started fucking up the car and the car flipped and the teenage daughter just died yeah, all right. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, and there was that silly, like, they were going, like, 180, and they just slam on the brakes to throw yeah. them out the front window. That was which funny. caused a, you know, a crash and everything. <laughs> yeah. I always love these, like, these crazy over-the-top action twists in these movies. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. The baby's been born. 
Now, and the guy, then Jeep has to protect it. He, the Jeep is chosen by God to protect the baby who's the savior of humanity. They drive away. Michael's like, have just keep, have faith or keep having faith. And as he's driving away, you see on Jeep's body that he's got tattoos mm-hmm. that, that were the same tattoos that um, Michael had. And it's like, oh, wow. So he's kind of fulfilling his destiny and whatever. Yeah, before like they all left, Michael told him to, I don't know, some cryptic yeah. bullshit about reading the scripture or whatever. Go somewhere yeah. and read your prophecy <laughs> scripture shit and then yeah, yeah, as yeah. they're as they're driving, they're like, "Oh, what's happening to your arm?" And then, yeah, tattoos just started covering his body. Yeah, pretty much. And which you know, I guess that's how that's how the cookie crumbles. That's how, God works in mysterious ways. So, and uh, yeah, that's kind of just it. You know, that's Legion. You know, just God get pissed off demons laying waste to people at a bar or at a angels diner. angels laying waste to people at a diner um some angels with machine guns and weaponry actually I, oh one part i thought was really funny after michael goes out to go take care of the demons he, he grabs like this heavy arsenal right he's got like these two big like assault rifles and he goes out he blasts like one or two of them and then drops them and, and pulls out pistols and shoots the rest of them. It's like, are you serious? Why did you bring out these heavy weapons if you're barely going to use them? Like, <laughs> But whatever. Um, yeah, it was definitely stupid, but I actually enjoyed it a lot. Like, I, It was a cheesy, silly, spiritual thriller that I got a kick out of. I mean... I would, I would, want, I would definitely watch it again just for fun. You know, it's definitely not as good as like a lot of the movies of its kind, where people get stuck at one place having to fight demons and monsters. There's definitely a lot of better movies, but um, I don't know. I thought this was kind of cute. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'd give it a three. Okay. <laughs> anyway, now you guys can share your thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd agree with a lot of what was said. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was didn't blow me. I saw most of the twists and turns coming. Yeah, um, like I knew the the baby was gonna be like that protector, that whatever savior of humanity. Once all of the yeah, and then yeah, saw saw Michael coming back too. Didn't wasn't surprised by that. Yeah. So it was yeah, good little action <laughs> flick kind of with some yeah. horror thriller in it. Yeah. I'd give it like a two and a half, I'd say probably. Yeah, that's probably more fair. You know, it's yeah, it's a it's an okay little little action movie. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was just okay. I mean I really like those siege type movies where they're just hold down in one place. Yeah, I like that aspect of it more than anything. Mm -hmm. But everything else kind of just like, eh, this is okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I gave it a two. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I thought was, one thing I just thought too about that siege type stuff is, if God wanted this baby dead, he probably could have done it (laughs) if it's God. Yeah. So they know snap. 
Yeah, like he, they had them, you know, all run away at that one point. Like Tyrese was like, hey, we got him on the run. I don't think if it was, if he really wanted the baby dead, they just keep throwing bodies and they would have eventually gotten through and gotten it. Yeah, it seemed like there had to be there had to be more to it. it you know, it didn't it it had it couldn't just be that simple. You know, like, I knew, and also I knew it was going to be kind of a silly, dumb movie anyway. Like, yeah. Although I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as people like say it is. Like, because I looked up reviews, and a lot of people consider this to be like a really, really like bad, bad, like one of the worst type of movies and all this stuff. Like, I see it on a lot of worst movies lists and a mm-hmm. lot of like. Yeah, I, I saw I don't that. Know, yeah, I I honestly don't think it's like anywhere near as bad as anything. Like it's 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 no assault on Precinct Thirteen or anything like that. But it's no, it's definitely not like a shitty, crappy, boring type of movie. Like it's it's all yeah, right. It's like a, an average movie for that time period. <clears throat> yeah, felt very two thousand tens. Yeah, very two thousands. Definitely. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. I, I expected it to be kind of like stupid bad, but it ended up kind of just being more like, okay, this is, I, I'm enjoying this type of bad, you know, like deep rising type of bad. <laughs> Had potential. Yeah, <laughs> definitely has potential, but this, this movie could do with a remake. There's got to be a better way to tell this story. <laughs> Apparently there was a, a tv series oh called dominion in 2014 it's set 25 years after the movie apparently it was a sci-fi show so i don't it probably didn't do too well i vaguely remember that existing though but I, i never saw it but i remember seeing i think like that title like of like tv shows Anyway, I, I interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll look that up later. Does it have Lucas Black in it? No. Okay. Bunch of people I've never heard of. I might take my time with that one then. Um, all right. So I guess we're getting to your choice now, Nick. Okay. My choice was uh, it was game therapy, and this this one was bad, <laughs> like the bad bad you don't want to watch bad. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, it was it was definitely uh, definitely wasn't good. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> Uh, it made little sense from beginning to end, <laughs> like plot-wise for sure. Yeah, um, th- I mean, the movie felt kind of like it was structured almost like, um, like you remember in like the late two thousands, those like old like YouTube videos where like people like people on YouTube would start trying to make like actual like short films and stuff but they would be kind of like badly shot, not really like very well done. And like, they'd be sort of like, like a lot of shots would go on too long. And like, the, the, it wouldn't really be like a plot. It would more be like, 
like series of like situational events and stuff. This movie mm-hmm. kind of felt that way too, like from start to finish. Like at the beginning of the movie, there's a scene where the main character is, is walking down the street, right? <clears throat> and he gets to a gate and the gate is closed and he gets to the gate and he can't open the gate. And so then he puts his backpack down, opens it up, takes out bolt cutters, cuts the bolt, opens the gate, goes to closes the gate and walks through. That all, like, you didn't need to show all that. You could have just told all that in one shot. You could have had him walking toward the gate that was already locked and have him, like, holding a pair of bolt cutters in his hand. And that, and that would, like, the viewer could have put two and two together. Like, you're, put, you're making more work for yourself by having like, such a minute action be, like, a literal sort of, like, 30 to 40 second sequence. Like, <laughs> This movie had a lot of scenes like that, and I felt like yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Do you want to try to describe the plot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can try. I guess yeah. I don't. It, it, it's a tricky plot. It's confusing. You know? Yeah, no yeah. plot it's summary for this confusing. one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we gotta really, we we really gotta try hard here. Okay, um, so it was an Italian movie, correct? Then like, yes. Yes. I did not know that going in, and I tried because I was even even when I just started putting hitting play, I was like, "This why are this like?" It, it first started out with like that, uh, like an interview with this game developer dude, and I was like, "Hmm, this does why is this ADR? What is this? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand because the it was all right matching for most of the like the lip, yeah. lips and stuff, but yeah, wasn't the worst dubbing. Yeah, and I had to. And just kept going on. So even after that first scene, so I had to check. And oh, this was an Italian film, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, like they didn't have the on Amazon at least they didn't have the uh, original audio Italian yeah, audio. I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a bummer. I'm just, I tried. I would rather have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like. You can do the best you can at dubbing, but it's still like it is still distracting. Yeah, you don't get the inflections of the voice or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're Italian. I saw a lot of hand gestures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, actually, that was one thing because um, I always forget. Because like when I watched the movie Vortex, because I when I was watching it, Dario Argento's in it, and I forgot that he was Italian because he speaks French, but like he was when he was speaking French, he was doing the hand gestures like he was speaking Italian. And so it's just it kind of threw me off a little bit because it's like, what are you? What are you speaking French? But you're, you know, like physically emoting, like in like in a lot of Italian movies they do that type of thing. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's basically uh, about video games. If you mm-hmm. couldn't tell by the title, um, yeah. There's this... although, although I will say. There wasn't much video gaming in this, to be honest. I mean, it didn't. It didn't feel well. Okay, all right, you can go on. Sorry, I'm I'm distracting you. No, it's fine. Um, it's the main characters are like this nerdy one, I guess. I don't know. They're both kind of troubled teens, but friends. Yeah. That, that played games together. Like I don't know. They're playing some shooter game in the beginning. Um, yeah. But they the. Get- they get hassled by a group of bullies at one point. Yeah, 
at least the main character. I don't know which one's the main one, whatever <laughs> the ner- the nerdier one. That... <laughs> the guy with the glasses and the bolt cutters. Yeah, yep. He gets put in a trash can and shit. Yeah. Um, and he, it's I guess kind of Ready Player One ish. She found an Easter egg in one of that game developers' games. Hmm. He was like one in twenty, the only in twenty-seven million players that found it, and he located this uh, computer, this giant terminal thing, basically a giant super duper VR machine. Basically, is what it was. Um, hmm. Matrix. <laughs> yeah, very Matrixy too. Yeah, there was like just code scrolling, and they had the chair thing that they had to jack yeah, into. Back into the head, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, def- it basically was like the Matrix, you know, Matrix and yeah. Ready Player One and Tron, and like, yeah. The whole time, I kind of, I mean, I, I was hoping it would turn a little bit more existence, but didn't quite do that. So. Yeah, so. You know, they say they show both the teens having, you know, trouble going to therapy and shit. But mm. what happens is, I don't even. He, Frank is the nerdier one that finds it and everything. He brings his other b- buddy to it. Yeah. He says, Oh, I got this new type of therapy, game therapy for you. This will help you get over all your problems and whatnot. Right. And he was explaining to him all how it works and everything. And I was just confused at this part is the first plot hole. was like how does he know all of this because he said well one person has to be there but one has to be controlling it as well yeah i was like oh how did you know that but i don't know maybe it's kind of explained ish later because he does go in on his own eventually sometimes too um yeah they they i think they explain it in passing like but yeah, yeah it's but, yeah Either way, this this program's like you know virtual reality gaming, but like way more intense. Like yeah. you're actually in there. Um, so it's cheesy as fuck. The first game that they played Quote unquote. was like an Assassin's Creed type ripoff. Um, they had like basically had an like a really like a cosplay Assassin's Creed costume on. It was really Spirit bad. Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But definitely it, Assassin's Creed. Um, like, it, okay, I guess what I, the way I'm, yeah, it's pretty much, it's not so much video gaming as much as it is virtual reality. Like, there's mm-hmm. very little actual, like, like, because when I think video gaming, I think of like, a, like physical interaction, like with a screen. Whereas like, virtual reality, like, it's one thing if you're doing it with like a like a controller and like an like a headset, but if you're getting strapped into a chair and you're like getting like injected into a virtual reality world or whatever, like I can't really call it a video game anymore. It, it's like that's like Johnny Mnemonic shit or like Shadowrun, like that yeah. kind of stuff. It's like that's that's got like a gray area. That's not really video gaming. Like, so the fact that they kept on calling it video gaming was a little like it kind of started frustrating me a little bit because it's like well it's kind of more like virtual reality transference (laughs) (laughs) it had like game elements like he had objectives he was supposed to do and shit yeah it had video game elements for sure yeah 
I guess in, in that in that way, you know, it was sort of following the Tron formula. But even so, Tron with Tron's about people getting sucked into a game. So I guess that's like a bigger breaking of the rules of video games so in mind. But Yeah. So he's in the <laughs> Assassin's Creed world doing stuff, getting getting his I don't know, getting his legs under him, figuring yeah. out how his body works in it and shit and I don't know, fails miserably. <laughs> yeah. Like you see him do try and do like a jump jump assassin and just misses and yeah. <laughs> I love that. that was funny. Yeah. And you wanted to see one of the dancers naked too. He's like, Can you make her naked? And he's like, I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. This um, movie needed to delve more into virtual reality sex. Like that yes. was something that <laughs> There was an untapped world that this movie touched upon, but didn't didn't go into enough. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like there, there could have been a, there could have been a better movie in there. I don't know if all of these go because I, I have them in my notes. Just they go one by one. It's so, and then, then I think it all happens in the same playthrough, the very yeah. like the first time they're testing out. So next he goes into like just your generic military shooter. Yeah. Um, and he gets shot, but it's not like there's so I don't I, the rules on how people can die in because there is some type of explaining that d- didn't really follow through. I feel throughout yeah. the movie where you you can die in the game and in life. Yeah, but they uh, nothing ever happens. It's like mm. and yeah, and it didn't really follow through in the end at the end in the end fighting either. Um, yeah, but anyway. Yeah, he gets shot in there, so he gets hurt, but the next level was a disco party. So it was like, and I saw it like on the, the Game Master screen, it had like those, you know, the directional pads. So it was like a DDR, I guess, type game. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't do it. He fails and just walks out. Uh, and then the, like the last, because these are all just shutting up all, all the games that they, they go through, really. Really quickly. The next one is like Uncharted Tomb Raider type game. Yeah. Which I, you know, unfortunately, like if they had been more like those games, it would have been cooler. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe they were working with a budget. It's just. I think they were totally ripping them off because at least the, the costumes were 100% Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And yeah, the was definitely Nathan Drake. Yeah, he had the yeah. Uncharted costume on. <laughs> yeah. But I guess when I, what I guess I would have preferred it to be more blatant. But maybe they would have, maybe they would have ran into rights issues and stuff. That's the thing. Would like, yeah, it would have been sued to hell. What I want them to do is illegal. So yeah, <laughs> I mean it's Italian. They can get away with it, right? It's a different I country. Know. Yeah, they, they can just you know pretend that they don't know the rights. Yeah, other country they've, like, oh, they've done that previously like yeah. pleading ignorance beyond terror was like texas chainsaw massacre 2 or something like that in italy oh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah they yeah they have done stuff like that they've they've retitled all kinds of rid- like movies in ridiculous ways so but <clears throat> anyway. so yeah he gets through like it was like i don't know some game puzzle thing but yeah. the, the the prize wasn't there and like the the guy on the outside was confused too as to why it wasn't there so they just chalk it up to it's it's coding or issues or something something's wrong yeah. we don't know 
something mysterious is wrong, obviously. Uh, I guess we'll go with it. Yeah. Uh, he so life goes on. Um, the guy's still trying to fix the machine and get it to work better because he's coding it. And the other, the dude that was actually playing the games, he's had a bit of a self confidence boost with what he just experienced. So he, uh, I don't know, asked this girl out, asked oh, yeah. this girl out. Um, favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know, she's in his classes and shit. And yeah. no, notes passed, and he finally has the courage that now that he's been in the virtual reality to do that, to ask her out. Um, yeah. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so the throughout they keep going back to you know test out the game there's a yeah and at one point he even tells somebody like it's a new i guess i would call it a grand theft auto game as well they play yeah what was that oh i was just saying like at one point he tells like at least one or two people that he's in a new kind of therapy or like a game therapy oh yeah vaguely mentioned he like beats around the bush but yeah yeah Yeah. anyway grand theft auto sorry yeah Yeah, then there's a grand theft auto type game i guess he's driving a big ass car and infiltrating a drug den or whatever and he says he sees a little girl (laughs) hiding and he wants to save her for some reason even though it's just like it would be just like an npc that he's like no that the guy on the outside is that she's just there for you know uh setting ambience she's not yeah. real and yeah, he's like no like, an npc don't chase yeah. her down you idiot you gotta get inside the safe can you know yeah. but he he defies orders and saves the girl for i don't know yeah. just dumb reasons to prove that he's it's, a good guy yeah i guess and she looks up at him single tear mm-hmm. crap and then no oh, oh, yeah yeah typical boring yep guess man he's a give us a reason to root for this dude as opposed to the other one i guess i don't know yeah i guess so i don't know i was just kind of just rooting for something to happen (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so i don't know the world's (sighs) yeah this movie is a mess i I mean it's mostly just crap happening they go in they it's supposed to be like a different type of like variation or a different stage but it's like some it's like a variation on a different thing they've they either that if that's either in another game or in another movie or something and it's and the objectives seem obvious but then there's always a twist and yeah so oh okay so also in this (laughs) in this first grand theft auto scene he sees like a ghost specter thing down the hallway yeah she's like what was that and they said oh probably just a glitch but but we know it's something more you know yeah never just a glitch right um they changed something they put a brick wall behind what was that character's name the all the characters in the matrix movies have weird names like silo or whatever that yeah yeah anyway (laughs) go on um so this guy the one that has been gaming his life's been going good he's now dating this girl um he's being social he tries to get his buddy to come out with him because his girlfriend's new 
his girlfriend's friend is single as well so he wants to like do a little double date but his friend you know chickens out at the last minute and goes back to work uh so there's some tension there brewing with him him and his friend that you're not taking this game therapy seriously and he's like i got a real life now man it's working your game therapy's working what do you want from me (laughs) yeah Uh, so he goes so they just they go back in and and back to the uncharted he says i got your last save point loaded up and they kind of at this point it's revealed that the the frank the one that's been you know controlling it has an an ulterior motive it was i don't know they're trying to get some key of some sort to unlock full full coding potential of this virtual world yeah basically like ready player one plot yeah yeah and he was hiding it from this dude his friend who he was just using a you know the guise of therapy to help him but he's like oh you were just doing this for yourself so you can be the master of this whatever so they have a fight um um and then and then isn't there like um there i remember there was like a, a situation where like him and his girlfriend or whatever like have issues yeah there's there's like yeah that like at the end of the second act breakup type thing yeah (laughs) cheesy predictable um yeah i saw that i've I've had better sex in vr oh yeah he basically (laughs) says like it wasn't the same it wasn't the same as porn or whatever that was my favorite that that was so fucked up it's messed up but at the same time like i hate to say it but that might be where we're headed as a society where people just end up spending most like most of the sex that people end up having in the future might just be in the virtual reality realm you know because the computers will be able to program them to give us the best sex in the world and you know then that's it we're gonna just get married to our computers yeah that's yeah. what they want. That's how they'll take us over. <laughs> Skynet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to be married to robots, computers, androids, cyborgs, sex bots, you name it, all of it. <laughs> we're all just going to be banging computers. Yeah. So um, eventually he's doing, I think this is basically the last one that, well, he's in the Tomb Raider one and the that mysterious specter actually starts attacking him and almost captures him fully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's an eject button. There's always an eject button that like just immediately bounces you out for safety and stuff. Mm. So he he gets ejected out of that, but he's like, I almost died in there. I'm not going back in ever. And that's when these two guys, you know, separate and bre- break off. He's yeah, but um. But I guess he, he like the, the nerd. Uh, he says, "I got a way to." We got. He basically brings out, you know, the Ghostbusters box that traps him in. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, like. <laughs> he's like, "I got this machine that'll capture this dude. We just have to get close to it." Um, I don't know really. Like, I guess he was just upset that he lost his girlfriends. I don't know why he came back to his buddy. Um. And they go, they both, so they, 
he's it's the thing's fixed because the whole time there's <laughs> there's this broken seat next to him but now yeah. it's fixed so they both go in together and do some co-op gaming i guess that's that's what it looked like i guess that that's yeah that's how i would describe it co-op gaming yeah. mm-hmm. and they were they so he's like that first time when he almost got captured i think or eventually they did get that key that you know that let him be yeah. able to control it was like one of the things was that it lets you bring any weapon into any of the any weapon from any of the games into any other game so they just had the most op weapons for whatever game they were playing and they were just going through murdering everyone in the games basically yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah i don't really know why fine they're just trying to lure that sp- they're Oh, I guess they're trying to get to this. Oh, right, they're trying to get to this dark matter place, so they yeah. had to keep going through all the levels, and they wanted to lure that specter in there to trap him there. I guess is yeah. where they had to do it. So yeah, they're going through all the levels, blasting, and they eventually get to like now a newer level we haven't seen for some space bullshit level. <laughs> um, yeah, and, it's really dumb. Yep. And the specter shows up and who else is it but that original game developer guy <laughs> yeah saw that coming from frame yeah. like one or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah. there's no other direction it could have gone in but what was that i was agreeing like they didn't introduce any other characters it could be so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah so when the characters were shocked it's like mm. were you yeah. really like, <laughs> This, you guys just don't know anything. Yeah. So they fight. Um, and this just brings up the whole complete mess of what I don't understand about the logistics. Like, so I don't know. Was, the game developer was trapped in there for some reason. He put, I don't know how or what happened to his body, if, if it's still just chilling somewhere. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But. It's basically the nerd said, wait, you needed someone else on the outside to bring you out. So that's why he put that Easter egg in the other game. I don't know. So like timeline was messed up. So because he completed yeah. a different game, but knew that this thing was happening and you needed yeah. someone third party to come in. Yeah. And Which, save him. I guess like, that was important. <laughs> and then like the guy says like, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to steal this. I'm going to get out of here finally. I'm going to steal your friend's uh, body and and have sex with his girlfriend. Yeah, essentially. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's like, oh, I guess we need a reason to hate you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, they, but they do, so there's a fight. They trap, they eventually trap the dude in the box. Yeah. But as he's getting trapped, he chucks a knife at uh, the the main guy that's been gaming. I don't know. Yeah, pulled his name was old knife trick. John. His name was John, and he gets killed. So, yeah. but it pops him right out of the game. So I don't. That's that's what I was confused. About. I was like, so you yeah. can die, or can you not die? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess he, he can. just died and popped yeah. him right out. Apparently, um, you can survive just fine in a video game, or or survive just fine in real life. It yeah, didn't make a lot of sense. I, I mean, I stupid. Yeah, and like what before they went in, they were like, "Oh, but there's not going to be anyone else to hit the eject button." I thought like maybe the yeah. girlfriend would stupidly show up for some reason and eject them out. I, 
that's what I was expecting to have happen. Yeah, but didn't and he just no. died he just died and got popped out and like i guess for whatever the plan was the, <laughs> he couldn't like the main controller frank his name was he had to stay in there i guess he would be trapped in there to do i don't know whatever yeah he, he was all mopey and shit too saying this is way better than real life i don't want to get out anyway right so, he gets trapped yeah. in there. I guess so. Which is like, all right, well, I guess. I just like, yeah, I just feel like, oh, he sacrifices himself or something. I don't know. I don't know why or what the point of any. Well, of like, why did there even need to be a human sacrifice in the first place? Like, I don't just... know. I didn't get it. I didn't get the ending, really. <laughs> it yeah. didn't make much sense. Yeah, I didn't get it either. I was very confused. And I sat there feeling like I just got pissed on. I mean... <laughs> did you see the little post credit scene too? Or mid credit roll? I did, actually. Yeah, well, yeah what did you think of that? Oh, yeah. I didn't, didn't see it. Uh, oh. It was like a couple seconds scene of... Uh, the the guy he he's back in the virtual reality world, um, but he's with his brother that I don't know the hippie meditative brother and the bully from before uh, right. <laughs> that tossed him in the like, trash can and shit. Like a, yeah. you owe Frank this much, so it's basically like setting up that they're gonna go save him, get him yeah. out. They jump into some portal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then, then the credits roll, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, I don't need a sequel. Thanks anyway. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. 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 It was bad. Bullshit. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did not like this. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. It wasn't like a bad the, Oh, what was that? I was going to say it's like the dollar store Ready Player One. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. The discount, the discount version of Tron and Ready Player One, essentially. You know, just it just yeah. The plot didn't make sense. The characters were dumb. It was pretty out of it. Like it really didn't have any sort of relatability factors to it at all. What did I just knock over? Yeah, it didn't have any like sort of aspects to it that. Like, I wanted to give it a chance because it was about video games. Like, and at the beginning, I'm like, all right. I mean, they're trying to be serious, but it just got so messy. And it, like, the scenarios weren't interesting. It was cheap. I didn't, I didn't like any of the characters at all. I didn't even like the brother. Like, I thought he was annoying. Uh, I just, I hated all of the characters. Every mm -hmm. single one of them. Yep. I, I thought that one character though was um the, the I I did think that it was funny how the main like the main guy looked like um Benny Safty though. The whole time yeah. I was watching it, yeah. <laughs> I was laughing because I was like, oh Benny Safty's in an Italian movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that provided me with a lot of amusement. Yeah. You know, apparently... so I enjoyed oh yeah. I was gonna say apparently the two main characters are like big Italian YouTubers. 
according to yeah, IMDb. They mm. acted like Italian YouTubers, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't mind the girlfriend character that much. She was a little normal-ish, but still had that I, annoying second act breakup thing. That, that's kind of what ruined her for me. She was yeah. no, as normal, though, I guess, as a character. As, yeah, I mean, none of the characters in this movie are normal. She was the closest thing to normal, you know, so. Um, yeah, it, it, it felt like a YouTube movie. <laughs> but um, I, I will say, though, like, I still, I, I was still kind of interested to see sort of what direction it was going to go in. Like, when I heard, when I heard the title Game Therapy, like, I couldn't figure out what that could, like, I, I was thinking, is this going to be like a movie about like a therapist who plays video games with their patients and like talks to them while they're playing video games? I was thinking like maybe it was going to be something like that, like a thriller. Mm-hmm. about like the dangers of game therapy that's what i was like hoping it was gonna be like a silly stupid like mazes and monsters piece of propaganda where they talk about the dangers of game therapy perhaps i don't know um but instead it ended up kind of not really being about gaming or therapy um although they certainly use the words game therapy a lot or games and therapy a lot so so they knew that they were words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at least the people who did the dubbing did. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe, the, maybe this isn't about video games. Maybe this is a movie about like time travel. And they just decided to redub it to make it into a video game movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange, yeah. No, it's a video game movie. I mean, because <laughs> if they're YouTubers that they probably play video games and yeah, they got a deal because they were popular, and they're like, "Oh, let's make a video game therapy type movie." They made it for the fans, you know. It's not for me. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'd give it like one star if I'm yeah. being generous. If I'm gen, that's generous. Same, yeah, one. I think I would have to give it one out of five because. Even though I don't mind the idea of like a video game kind of thing being like at the core of a movie, there needs to be more to it than just like a couple people sitting in chairs, you know, like it's been done, you know, like we're, we've done the matrix, we've done Johnny Mnemonic, we've done all these, all these things, you know, like, like, like we gotta, we gotta push further. Like where else can we go with this? You can't, you can't just like have that be literally it. You know, just just doesn't work. Just, just doesn't. Sorry. Didn't. Nope. Did yeah. not work. Yeah. But <clears throat> it was worth a try, I guess, for us to learn that it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So at least we learned something. I mean, I'm trying to be positive about game therapy because it is a movie that was made. So, but yeah, it just didn't quite didn't quite work. So. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely interesting to sort of check out because I'd never heard of it. So, yeah, me neither. I want to see more foreign movies about video games. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to, I want to see what else is out there. Like, I'm tired of hearing what the West has to say. Like, 
what, what, what other virtual reality type of realms exist out there in this world? You know, let's let's get the recommendations coming. <laughs> I'm sure there's some crazy Japanese shit. Oh uh, yeah, oh, I bet oh, they have yeah. a bunch. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to watch the Japanese movies about virtual reality. That's that's <laughs> my next destination. All right. <clears throat> so I guess that concludes today's uh, today's episode of a couple of flicks and uh so now we are going to choose movies from the 80s we're going to jump back to the 80s because there's just too much still that we haven't delved into and it's like a you know so many little mysteries out there so so we're going to dive back into the 80s so we you know i'm assuming you guys have, have chosen films you know that you'd like to have us all view so do you want me to give my choice first or do you guys want to give your choices first now you can go ahead sure all right i'm choosing a movie from the late 80s called leviathan starting peter weller i've uh heard of it never seen it i'm curious about it it's an undersea movie from what i understand it looks like an oceanic 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 thriller i'm curious about that i want to see so i want to see what peter weller can do underwater so i've heard of it haven't seen it yeah 80s movie oh mine i'm gonna choose the peanut butter solution oh nice have you seen that one yeah okay (laughs) yeah i want to watch it again yeah, I've had it for a while, and it seems very interesting. So it is, yeah, it's definitely interesting. <laughs> very messed up. I'm looking forward to watching it again. Hmm. I don't know that one. Uh, well, uh. peanut butter solution. <laughs> the title must conjure up all kinds of imagery. <laughs> um, I am going. It's actually kind of in the same, like, I'm going to go with, uh, actually, um, I'll do uh, Mannequin from 87. Okay. Cool. All right. Mannequin. Yeah, I know what Mannequin is. <clears throat> um, and I know that there's a sequel to it. But I've never never watched it it's a mystery so. i hear the sequel's even better oh good well i got something to look forward to maybe it'll be as good a sequel as weekend at bernie's too <laughs> all right well until next time have a good night everybody uh, sweet dreams yep have a good one see ya <laughs>